Welcome to the newest Eden Center podcast, Building Ourselves Through Parsha. Our host, Karen Miller-Jackson, will use the Parsha to explore an aspect of social, emotional, or physical well-being relevant for 21st century life and its challenges. Karen is a certified Matan Moralalacha, Jewish educator, writer, founder of Kivun Lashirut, a guidance program for religious girls, and creator of Power Parsha. Consistent with the Eden Center's goal of enhancing women's spiritual life through Torah and Mikvah, Karen's insights, we hope, will serve as a springboard for self-introspection and discussion. Hello, everyone. The topic of this week's Eden Center Building Ourselves podcast is tshuva and how it relates to repairing our relationships. As we have seen before in these Parsha thoughts, human relationships are often used as a metaphor for our relationship with God, so to speak. And so, too, in the Torah and rabbinic depictions of our relationship with God, we can also draw lessons about our own interpersonal relationships. We are currently deep into the month of Elul, known in traditional sources as an acrostic for Ani Ledodi Vedodi Li, I am my beloved's and my beloved is mine, alluding to a time when we as individuals and as a people rekindle our relationship with God and reinforcing the, Im- reinforcing the imagery of Am Yisrael and God in a loving relationship. Like human relationships, the relationship between, between God and Israel goes through difficult times, times of distance and exile. How does one restore and repair a relationship in such a state? This theme of tshuva and the possibility to repair and improve our relationship with God can be seen in the parshiot of Nitzavim and Vayelech, and of course brings us hope on Rosh Hashanah and during these days of return and repentance. Let's look at the sources to draw lessons about the possibility of repairing relationships. This week's Parsha, Nitzavim, is often paired with Parshat Vayelech. This year they are read on two separate Shabbatot, but they are always read in juxtaposition to the holiday of Rosh Hashanah. Commentaries highlight the fact that the biblical source for the mitzvah of Tshuva is found in Parshat Nitzavim, which is appropriate for the time before Rosh Hashanah when we prepare ourselves and focus on Tshuva. There is some debate in the sources, which we will not get into much, about the nature of the mitzvah of tshuva. Excerpts from Devarim chapter 30 read, V'hayaki avo alecha kol hadvarim ha'ele habracha v'aklala asher natati lefanecha v'ashivota elevavcha b'chol agoyim asher hidichacha Hashem elokecha shama v'shavta ad Hashem elokecha v'shav Hashem elokecha etvutecha v'richamecha when all these things befall you, the blessing and the curse that I have set before you, and you take them to heart amidst the various nations to which the Lord your God has banished you, and you return to the Lord your God, then the Lord your God will restore your act- captivity and take you back in love. How do the commentaries understand these psukim? Rambam does not list tshuva itself as a mitzvah, but rather vidui, the confession. Rambam views these verses not as a command to do tshuva, but rather as a promise. He writes, All of the prophets commanded concerning repentance. Israel will not be redeemed save by repentance. Indeed, the Torah long since assured us that in the end, at the close of the period of exile, Israel will turn to repentance and be momentarily redeemed. Other commentaries, such as Nachmanides, the Ramban, views these verses, views tshuva as a biblically mandated mitzvah from Parshat Nitzavim. 
Either way, tshuva has become a central part of the run-up to Rosh Hashanah and the period of Aseret Yemei Tshuva. In Parshat Nitzavim, the root shuv to return is repeated seven times, highlighting its spiritual significance. Rashi looks at these verses and notes that not all of the tshuva is one way. Surprisingly, after the first two steps of tshuva are taken by us, by Am Yisrael, the third time the root shuv is used, it is God who begins to return to us. Rashi, citing the Talmud in, the, in Masachet Megillah, writes, To express this idea, it ought to have written, Then he will bring back your captivity. But our rabbis learned from this that if one can say so of God, his divine presence dwells with Israel in all the misery of their exile, so that when they are redeemed, God makes the Torah write redemption of himself, that he will return with them. Rashi characterizes tshuva as happening within the context of a relationship between Israel and God. When Israel makes the first gesture and takes the first step or two toward tshuva, God, Kebeyachal, moves closer to us. This, of course, certainly resonates in human relationships as well. By beginning the day or a conversation with a positive complimentary word for your spouse, for a loved one or a friend, it creates a positive spiral within that relationship and brings you closer to each other. There is also a lesson in the Parsha for when a relationship is in a very difficult place but has the potential to be resolved and repaired. The idea of the word return being repeated seven times hints that tshuva is a process of steps and takes time and patience. Nothing is magically transformed. This is exactly how Abarbanel speaks about tshuva in his commentary on Parshat Nitzavim. Abarbanel explains that tshuva is a process and that there are different levels of return. He points out that the Torah says that the people will inevitably make mistakes and grave sins, and for that they will be punished. But there will always be the promise of, and possibility of tikkun and tshuva. For this reason, Abarbanel teaches poignantly. The Torah often uses the language of movement, of journey, warning evildoers to abandon their ways and describe some of the greatest tzaddikim and leaders as walking with Hashem or on a righteous path, such as Hanoch, Noach, Avraham, Yaakov, and David. Am Yisrael is commanded to walk in the ways of Hashem. The image of walking reinforces that tshuva is done step by step by small changes and gestures. Similarly, the Lubavitch Rebbe teaches regarding the names of this week's and next week's parshiot. Nitzavim Vayelech, during this tshuva season. The Rebbe writes that Nitzavim means standing, and Vayelech means going. Nitzavim means standing firm, like the Hebrew word yetziv, rooted. Vayelech means going. We as Jews are not meant to stay stationary, but to take our firm roots and move forward. Just like the word halacha means to walk or move. Tshuva is about moving returning, repairing, restoring. This beautiful interpretation of these parshiot and the holiday of Rosh Hashanah acknowledges that this is human nature, to not always stand still, to sometimes slip backward, to fall into bad habits, to neglect our human relationships, and for our relationship with God to be weakened. But built into this time of year is a period of tshuva for introspection, apologies, reflection, and creating step-by-step day-by-day, small changes and better habits. May this be a year of good health and wellness. 
a year of valuing our relationships and finding inspiration and meaning in our Avodat Hashem. Wishing you all Shana Tova Umetuka. This podcast is hosted by the Eden Center, whose goal is to reinvigorate the ancient female ritual of mikvah as a sacred space for women and use it as the natural platform it is to connect to Jewish women's health, well-being, and healthy relationships, enhancing Jewish women and family life. We invite you to visit our website, www.theedencenter.com, to learn more about our work in making mikvah relevant, welcoming, and meaningful. This episode is recorded by Karen Miller-Jackson, edited by Mecca Shore, and is a product of the Eden Center. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please consider sponsoring a podcast in dollars or shekels at bit.ly backslash E-D-E-N-P-O-D. Additionally, give us a five-star rating, share this podcast on social media, and encourage others to subscribe. We welcome your feedback by email at podcasts at theedencenter.com.